Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous and our Mage of the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 31, Transfigurations. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Occultist Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our uh, followers, subscribers, whatever terms you want to use. Thank you for supporting us and being here with us. Um, a special shout out to our patrons who support us monetarily and occasionally organize in Discord to try and cause me trouble. Thank you to Adele, Al, Alexander, Ang Follett, Baby Dragon, Bernie, Buck, Chris, Clara, Doc the Undead, Doggo Deloon, Emil, Funzo Suvra Ali, George, Jack, James, Jenny, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazyman1772, Magical Hats, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Monster Reborn, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Perry, Puppeteer, Red Eyes Black Dragon, Riafia, Ryan, Shane, Shaksara, Swords of Revealing Light, Terran Stevens, Thomas, Usuf Sama, <laughs> Vortex, and Zoltan, something something, Trap Card. Uh, we talk about Swords of Revealing Light for a second because that is maybe the single worst piece of game design in any card game in history. <laughs> is that the one that just the goes, you can't just... play now? You can't play for three turns. Do you know how, ter how many turns a Yu-Gi-Oh game takes to win? Like, About two. <laughs> but was the challenge just your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card? I, I imagine it's something like that. Um, so, yes, <laughs> there were there were instigators who started a coup and fortunately it, it looks like it hasn't gone through. So I don't have to put anybody down. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean we won't, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so yes, thank you everybody for supporting us. Uh, <laughs> yikes, says chat. Um, actually, speaking of chat, and before I forget, a uh, quick shout out to uh, the Story Told podcast, which is also the Twitch channel name, even though it's not a podcast, it's a Twitch channel. Don't get confused. They are going to be starting up a Promethean the Created actual play starting next week. Um, Twitch guys, uh, basically an hour from when we start. YouTube guys on Fridays. Don't worry about it. Um, and so they're going to be uh, doing session zero character creation next week. Uh, so YouTube guys, when you're seeing that this Friday, Unless, of course, you're not watching this one. February 4th. It's it's, it's happening February 4th. Um, uh, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern um, over at their Twitch channel um, and follow them there. Uh, they've got a big old crew. They're getting started and they're just going. Um, they're, they're just getting started. So, you know, give them some love. Give them some follows. Um, support them because, believe it or not, you can support multiple content creators and APs and stuff like that. So that's Whoa. what, you know. I know, right? Uh, it's called the Body Electric. The Body Electric, which is obviously, well, at least for Ash and I. Yeah. Sisters of Mercy. Sisters of Mercy again. reference, yes. Uh, so, yes, everybody go say hi to them follow them i don't know if there's other stuff um if you're in twitch um the story told podcast can yell at you and answer any of your questions on with the show um when we last left the coven they were doing a whole bunch of shit but then ash was like hey by the way we need to do a quick uh rewind <laughs> i should have done and uh it's like oh yeah that's fair we did talk about that so we're starting with uh post cognition on the spooky tyrannical robe cloak thing um that salazar valdez ooh, oops sorry you don't know his last name yet but salazar, salazar nope i heard it um uh, that salazar has 
Yeah. Uh, I was assuming it was Johnson. That probably, yeah, probably Smith. Uh, Smith, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes. Affectation. Uh, because as Ash pointed out, it's like, hey, yeah, we totally talked about that, and we never did. It's a good end. Yeah. Uh, I realized we didn't do it when looking at my aspirations at the end of the game. So well, his name is Razalos. <laughs> <laughs> His full name is a palindrome. I got you. I'm here for it. Good Voren name. You know, I'm here for it. Well, not a good Voren name. Too Uh, symmetrical. Too symmetrical, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, hi, we're nerds. Um, Moving right along. Um, Ash is whipping up this spell, which um, does bring us to the big question of how big of a duration are you putting on this thing? Um... Well, the spirit inside it had given us like a ballpark as to when he received it. Yeah, three hundred. Like, he had it three hundred sacrifices ago. Yeah, so three hundred weeks ago. Which, fortunately, because of the way post cognition goes, so long as the object there, the subject that you're aiming at, has not changed. Which, small spoiler, we're going to have a gimme here. It's an artifact. It doesn't really change um if if it changes something something's up um so gizla will kind of look into that and for our purposes we're not going to stress about it uh but you still have yeah, to aim so at like, a time or date and then you have the duration of the spell to maneuver yeah, around i was gonna it. reach for like like a month to try to cover the before and after and in case i don't have the date pinpointed Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, many? How much reach is that? Gisla was also present when Legba was able to get the spirit to recall the name of the previous owner. Mm-hmm. That might help. Um, Perhaps not like, for finding the time at which it was given. Well, what I mean is, um, it frequently in the context of the in the rookery, and then even in this game, right, in Into the West. There's been the possible combination of shifting the odds and post-cognition mm-hmm. in order to find what you want. So Yeah, that's actually very, very true. Mind. Yeah, if... Um... Yeah, did we do that as a combined spell, though? No, because it was just... Yeah, we were using time with fate. Uh... Yeah, the fate's higher, so we can just sort of mm-hmm. roll in. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, I don't mind that. Thank you, Ralph. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Um, and just kind of ballparking for I'm gonna throw a dart. Yeah, um, and hey, yeah, that's I'm big into that. So yes, throwing dartboard. Yeah, it was about six years, six years, three hundred. Yeah, six years ago, and some guy named Hmara. Uh, Hmara. Cool. I like that. Yeah, won't affect any of your uh, die rolling or anything. But yeah, we just add some fade in to try and nudge us in the right direction. So for reach, I don't even need to do this instantly. Right. So, I mean, you can take the the three hours to cast and save some reach. But I mean, really, the only reach you need is duration and whether or not you... Well, you definitely want the ability to scrub. I'm going to live a month of this man's life now. (laughs) Well, and it's not even... uh, It's not even his life. It's the artifact's artifact's life. (laughs) Sitting there with the artifact. 
<laughs> well, we're, we're, we're back in the crate again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I did still keep it as ritual, just so that I'm not overreaching. Sure. Uh, that and also helps because technically, after this is when you did your um, your summoning with. No, we haven't done any paradox. Um, so uh, duration and then uh, uh, scrubbing, and then two two. It's five. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I will give it a little power then, make it eight. Okay. Okay. Five, six, Ooh, seven. Yeah. Um cool. Uh so yeah. Mark that down as a arcane XP or excuse me, no, an arcane beat. <laughs> and then um We'll take what you're given. Yep. Uh, do you want to? Well, you automatically recover that willpower, so there's that. Oh, nice. Right, because that's just from any exceptional spell cast. But then, uh, do you want to add some additional steps in duration, um, giving you that actual like year to scrub through? Or uh, yeah, I think. See, because the minus two for duration would have only put it in a week, right? Um, I have to look here at the spell. Was that? It's a potency spell. Ah, okay. So. Yes. So you would have that for um, a day. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll take this step just mm -hmm. to make it a full week. Week. Mm -hmm. I like it. Because I would like to get a little bit before and after. Right. Get some context. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, cool. Yeah. So in my head and feel free to you know hijack and change this imago it it's not so much of looking for a date but throwing in the fate you're trying to find that divergence you know where this thing was traveling along and then all of a sudden it took a new path when it got a new owner and it's like okay that's what i'm going to center this spell on so i get the the context across it and using you know uh gizla's normal thread analogy it's like oh here's the knot and we're going to go here and go here and look at all that and so we see a, honestly, he would blend in with any other member of, you know, Mexico City or anything south of the border, so to speak. Um, you know, same, you know, the the, the standard, standard, uh, the normal kind of Mexican skin tone, dark hair. He's got some age on him. Uh, but you're not quite able to put, pick up a lot of detail because the only thing that's really in focus is the robes that are hanging off of him. Um, and he wears it very much like um, like a cloak. It is drawn back. There's like a sash around the back of it, um, around the waist of it to keep it behind him. And it's held open. And you can t definitely tell this is an older guy, but clearly keeps himself fit, um, showing off a little bit, you know, that old man muscle kind of vibe. And I think at the moment, you can kind of vaguely hear words in Spanish, which unfortunately Giza is terrible at. Well, probably not bad at, but it's conversational, not what sounds like not necessarily a sermon, but it's got that impassioned 
vibe of somebody speaking about something important to them that you don't get from talking in the general store about the weather, right? Then there is hands coming up in a kind of defensive posture, some some pushing and shoving and kind of using the same rules that we have with scrying, the ability to kind of turn around and shift. And the room that you are in is, again, still kind of on that hazy level of things, but it is clearly a prepared space. Um, there's a lot of symmetry to it and there's a very clear altar within the center of it. It is indoors, but the walls are painted in, you know, bright, colorful details. Uh, and there is another figure in the room. And the pushing escalates. There's a separation. And then voices are raised. And you're still making out the other half. Well, you're not making out anything because it's all in Spanish. But making out the fact that this is clearly an argument. There's pushing, shoving. And then there's a gunshot. Um, and you see it in the man's chest, um, falls, drops, and like pushes himself up. And there is a very like feral lunge forward, another gunshot, and he drops. As he is bleeding out, um, there's another figure, hands coming down, ripping and renting at the cloak. Uh, which kind of gets thrown over a shoulder and so your perspective shifts. You can recognize more or less the shape of Salazar. Um, the cloak is over his shoulder as he comes out and he he's D&D looting the body. He's pulling ornaments off of a belt, including a uh, fairly recognizable dagger and some other uh, accoutrement some other accessories and things like that. And you follow Salazar's body as he moves through the room, opening like old wooden chests and just ransacking the place. Um, and that goes on for a little while. There's some other men who come in who Salazar very kind of badass moment does not look up at it's just a drawn revolver and the gun goes off several more times. And he continues looting the place, reloading. He looks like a man on a mission. Um, excuse me. Not a recognizable dagger or actually. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the dagger before he said. Yeah, uh, notably now that I'm thinking over it. Yes, recognizable dagger. Probably not the same one, um, but uh, yeah, a similar style. Mm hmm. Um, and loots the room of basically anything that isn't nailed down, isn't, you know, um, is, is not the altar itself and then moves out outside. He meets up with, well, he steps over several bodies of other worker, you know, folks who look not necessarily religious, um, in any way, but more like people who were in and around this space. And steps out and you see him meet up with, well, passing by more people who seem to have gotten into a scrap. And he unloads his stuff into a large cart, starts talking with other people which act and move around him. It's clearly the, the band of folks he was with. 
and they start loading stuff up into actually fairly familiar to you crates um, like that. And so this is that wagon was likely where a lot of this stuff has gone in that wagon. You can see some of the stuff that you'd seen before, some of the stuff that was taken from like Catholic churches, big, uh, big golden crucifixes and stuff like that. Um, within that week. Um, yeah. Do we get his first sacrifice with the cloak? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fast forwarding forward, zipping through stuff, getting out of whatever town. Um, and it, it does look like a fairly large town. So it may have actually been Mexico city, but with Gisela not necessarily knowing and no recognizable landmarks besides the robe itself being in focus. There's some time spent inside of a crate, uh, which makes the uh, scrubbing much easier. And then when you see daylight again, it's definitely more starry night and you can see fire um, inside or the cloak is drawn out, put on, sashed up across the front and you can see the more recognizable familiar dagger that is then thrust into a body and yeah a heart removed and yeah you and on your end you know no no uh supernatural investigations can really happen other than watching it yeah can you can you use mage sight you can mm-hmm. that's the only that's the only thing that you can turn on because that's just changing your senses, but you can't do uh, scrutiny or something mm-hmm. like that. You can yeah, do I that would... according to signs and sorcery. In postcognition? Signs and sorcery. You can. Interesting. Or did we not allow that. spells? I'm trying to remember what we did for the rookery. I was able to do oh. some scrutinies in the rookery. Did we? Okay, cool. Yeah, i just trying to be consistent. Um, yeah, because it does make sense to be able to see the symbols that were there. But yeah, if you have a specific... On page 25. Where is page numbers in... Oh, way down here. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I would initially just look at them with Mage Sight to see if anything stands out. Mm-hmm. And at, at this retcon, you didn't actually have the, the willpower at the time to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll just kind of sweep that all under the rug and not worry about that. But um, And this is a time that you could go back to later um but turning on your mage site uh what uh what were you looking for if anything specific i want to see like what's if i can see anything magical happening during the actual sacrifice like is this doing a spell oh that's true peripheral mage site act Yeah, because you were as if you were there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yes, uh, there is definitely something supernatural that happens. Um, you can feel it. You get a ping from what would that be? Death? Yeah. Um, well, especially because it doesn't align perfectly with an arcana. It's, it feels something over here with death, but also a little bit of prime um, that you're not quite able to like nailed down it doesn't match perfectly 10 out of 10 to an arcana 
pause as we say hello to Ziggy. Uh, Yo. Um, and and so like there is this odd sensation of this kind of mixed use arcana that doesn't match. I and mean, you've spent a year studying this stuff and talking with Egrock and there are 10 arcana and here's this thing that I'm death, but I'm also prime. And it's like, that's not, that's not a thing. And it's not like a spell that is using multiple arcana. This is some weird thing in between. <laughs> Ziggy getting comfortable. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, yeah, some sort of other magic. Right. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Is you, it coming from the cloak or the dagger or the uh, conjunction? Um, specifically, it is come from, coming from the sacrifice itself. Yeah. Um, to um, trying to think of the best way to put this. Um, uh, well, actually, because you have Prime Sight, uh, you do recognize there is no awakened magic happening here. Something is happening with the way everything is working out. Something about the ritual itself that is definitely doing something supernatural. What exactly it is, you're not quite able to nail down. And actually, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so it's it's death, prime, and probably fate all kind of bundled together in this arcana, which considering you're own connection to fate it's like this is no <laughs> kind of reaction to it um yeah yeah i was just confused because like the so the artifact or whatever isn't doing a weakened magic correct not in this event Uh, can I go back and look at the guy who was wearing it initially? Yeah. Flying um, back <laughs> to the start of your spell. Yeah. With Mage Sight here, can I see any magic? Is he a wizard? Is what I'm trying to get. I mean, I can't look at his soul. Um, With your Mage Sight, uh, you can but, see Like, that... looking around the room, what I can see on him. Yeah. Right. Uh, and because, again, it's, it's just the the cloak yeah. primarily, you know, so, um, but, uh, da, 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 skimming through fate doesn't appear to actually, I imagine that you see him have a dramatic failure when talking to Salazar, um, prime, uh, definitely notices that the cloak itself, uh, is a very, very good yantra, uh, is a very, very potent yantra. Let's not give it good. Um, and you do recognize that he does appear to have um, some awakened spells on him. Um, bum, 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 bum. And you can recognize actually that you are in a hallow. Mm. Okay. Well, from this, I'm going to draw the conclusion that this guy was probably a mage. I don't know if it's right, but science I mean, point he, yes. He's at least mage adjacent. Adjacent? Yeah. Adjacent. So now I just want to know if Salazar came here to kill this guy for this, or if this was just like a nice bonus he got in a raid. Right. But I can't know that because I can't know his mind. Right. It was a sweet drop. <laughs> Dude, free epics. 
Anything further? Um, no, I don't think so. Beyond that, I would just want to relay it back to everyone else and see what they can do with this information now. Because sure. every at, at this point now, everybody has had a couple days to think about it. Um, since that was back on Wednesday or whatever, and we're now here on Saturday, Friday, one of those days. Cool. So to shift gears a little bit, because we're going to be coming back to Ash in a minute. Uh, uh, we b- Before we do that, uh, what is everybody else up to? Chris being kind of under the weather, and I know what the the big one thing that Isabel's doing. Um, is there any other stuff besides that that has come to mind? For me? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I think that, that scene plus helping others if they... Sure. Cool. Uh, so then we jump over to um, <clears throat> Cloak and uh, Bob. Well, Cloak and Theo, and and mm-hmm. set the scene and discussion and, and what may be happening there. Oh yeah. So we, as uh, a coven, have decided that we need to fix the mine. Um, and. Uh, through some persuasion and opening of doors by Isabel, Theo has agreed, um, conflicted, but has agreed to to uh, work on this project. And the idea that Theo and Legba had come up with was to summon a supernal. Um, off screen, we did the discussions. It doesn't sound like this is going to be like a, a perfecting. This is going to be a, a little more than what a rank three would be able to do. So that's kind of boosted our difficulty a little. This is Theo's first summoning. He's just going for a four right out of the gate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, We've got powerful help. I mean, that's all yes. because you decided you wanted it to be a spell effect rather than relying on a boon. Well, looking through the boons that uh, um, Shades provided to it wasn't really a good fit. Um, and we, like, we tried to look at it from the point of view of, like, you know, preventing or staving off the death of the mine, but that. You had a more literal interpretation where we want to create more silver in the rock. I mean, well, yeah, that's, that's what you're doing. <laughs> well, um, and that's because you're talking about using a matter supernal being. Yeah, I thought that was uh, the way to go considering we're I, making changes in matter. I mean, if you're dealing with the death of a thing, then you need a death Okay, so now I'm that throws a chaos here. No, we're just stay the with it. We're gonna go with that. We're gonna the go with spreadsheet. Not the spreadsheet. I mean, you have you have equal ranks, so mm-hmm. yeah. and also just because they're aspected to that primary arcanum, if you can guarantee because you have attained uh, disciplehood mm-hmm. in both death and matter, if you can guarantee that it also has death. So the, and, that, but like Theo's plan was to summon it. The shade with matter yeah. capabilities as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's a oh. different that's a different thing entirely. Well, that was always Theo's plan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that Greg voiced that plan though. Yeah, it's like I, I gotta know, man. Uh, it's yeah. okay. Let's go with the rank four because that's way cooler, anyways. Sure, it's also what's in my notes. <laughs> also, a little more dangerous. Um, what dangerous? No, you're the, fine. Yeah, such things always have a cost. And the leaden key isn't usually, or the leaden coin isn't usually paid easily. 
Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh, and, rice. yes. So, in preparation for this, uh, uh, Cloak was going to arrange for the mine to be unoccupied for a period of time. Then we're going to go deep underground. We figured ten or twelve hours for the summoning to take place, uh, based on the spreadsheet I prepared because I'm a big geek and I love math. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any excuse to make a spreadsheet, I'm all over it. Oh yeah. So that's our plan. And while um, um, while Cloak was doing that, Theo was going to be like assembling tools and ambiance and like getting stuff ready. Thank you. Um, to move everything down into the mine and and begin that work. Cool. Uh, so um, for Craig, I definitely need a int plus a cult roll. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what is Legba doing to clear out the mine or at least a portion of the mine? Because you don't necessarily need the entirety, uh, depending on what you guys want to do. That's right. So uh, Cloak also wants to help with establishing a cult correspondence. So if there's a possibility for that. I think that'd be good. Give some support, nice rolling and stuff like that. Uh, normally... Uh, I'd be on board, but you have neither death nor matter. So without having and and not a um, and not a moros. I'm sorry. Even just understanding aspects of it through a cult. Hmm. If I'm assisting the moros who's doing it. Hmm. Yeah, I guess because a lot of the oh, let me jump over to it's alignment with magic that's that's how i thought of it as opposed to establish like if i were if legwether were to try and create a domain mm-hmm. right well and and, a, a, and, a sanctum a moral suspected sanctum it wouldn't seem appropriate to me but no be, go ahead. I, I i get where you're coming i am basing this literally just off of the book bringing up use the description of the paths for guidance but those mm-hmm. are the, it's from the path i get where you're coming from you know oh i i can understand what are the key uh, symbols of a you know of a moros and and bringing that in um i'm just gonna just knock off like two two dice from your help uh just being it being adjacent because i know you've got the road ability too which is gonna help a mm-hmm. bunch too um so craig's that's gonna roll me yeah oh yeah that's cool uh we can definitely do that too because i mean Wait. that could literally be uh what oh yeah well have you thought about this 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 and this just you know, additional information, which is a big... That's what I was thinking of. So Okay, great. So we've got three already from Theo, and then based on Sweet. your role, we'll have additional for Theo to roll. Yeah. Um, and then uh, prior to actually beginning the summoning, um, Theo was going to do like a dust bath cleansing. Ooh, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like in the mine, using the, the earth of the mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, to just ritually prepare herself. Well, and to... That can't be right. Yeah, that's right. Whoa! Yeah, look at that. Look at all those ones. So that is that is eight dice... No, excuse me. Six dice rolled as rote and getting one yep. success. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but hey, that makes it so you get um, minus two successes on the, the total needed for the summons. Considering that it's the one success, you know, we're just going to roll with that instead of it being an additional die to her roll. Yeah, we'll just... Mm. And that way it does make it nice and even. Uh, oh, isn't that how it works, though? When you establish a cult correspondence, you reduce the number of successes sp- by... Specifically because the dice, I'm, I'm looking at you helping her do it as a... As oh, a I see what you're saying. But, yeah, yeah, that's right. No, in this right. case... Yeah. Understood. That's right. 
Because this will make it a nice round even number. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork would give her a die Mm -hmm. to her roll. Right. So so how many are you reducing for preparation? For your spreadsheet. (laughs) No, I love it. Yes, okay. Um... Uh, and but also the thing talking about your cleansing also that's very morose it's like oh yes i'm not yes. not really burying myself but i am you know i, I like mm-hmm. that as a as a cleansing i, I like that a lot that's pretty uh, cool. yeah and like she'd be just a plain rough rough spun robe um no ornamentation or anything like that might call it a shroud <laughs> that's exactly um, what i was about yeah. to call it <laughs> rubbing the dirt into it and all that other stuff so she's i love that prepared and mentally centered on on the the earth and the the uh, symbolism of stygia mm-hmm. i like that all right so for the um oh jumping back real quick to uh ralph uh so mm-hmm. you are setting out basically like the deepest part of the um mine yeah i think um considering what uh craig just said mm-hmm. about it being going underground or going into the deep in the earth mm-hmm. um hmm you know i should clarify do you mean carving out an area like are we going to create a cool cool like globular pocket where nobody's going to be and you're going to summon the shade into um a cave inside like deep in the mine Craig wasn't planning that, but now he's thinking. Because what about. I first imagined is that we need to block off the area where the collapse happened, and you want to summon it right there. However, now that I think about it, it isn't necessary for the shade to appear precisely where that Moira was. We could be anywhere in the mine, and it yeah. could cast this effect, right? Theo's thought actually was to like be in one of the silver veins. Okay. Uh, so at the, the deepest at the end of a line where they're still digging and they're still pulling out ore mm-hmm. to just sort of extend that further is kind of mentally the imago that she's i like that yeah that makes sense because if we went through the wall right because the they're digging into and there's going to be a vein right and you can access a vein by removing some of the rock mm-hmm. that is um as covering it so there's likely going to be some connection past the point at which it seems like the vein is exhausted. It's all right. Um, yeah, it's like it, 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 mechanically, it's it's not going to have an effect. It is up to you. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it, it's all just the narrative mind. consequence. Like if if cloak is gonna get people to not go in that area where they're actively mining, or it wouldn't matter because if we're through the rock. No, if you wanted to use the existing mine shaft. Okay, to, cool. To Just want to make sure. Great. Okay. All right. So then, to answer um, your question, Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would approach the the foreman for the shift, and I think it's ten or twelve hours. So I think we're going to start at night. Is that what you said, Craig? Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're going to start at night, so he'd approach. Um, I think third shift, right? Is Tahoma? Is that right? Oh, in the other mine. Well, I guess we could do it in hours. Yeah, because you, oh, yeah, right. you have a little more yeah, sway whatever. over there. <laughs> that's right. Then that's what I would do. I would just approach. Um, who, would it be Sonic there or Miss CJ? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Cloak would just pull rank mm-hmm. uh, and let uh, let his counterpart know. I'd have to, he'd have to let both of them. Know. Oh, because it's at night. He's then he's the foreman of the, mm-hmm. the following shift. Oh, so the whole shift. Convenient. 
Yeah. Totally. Nobody comes back for 10 hours. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he would say you need to um, lead him on an extended meditation or do something else like everybody gets the day off. Uh, and he would tell them that uh, he, oh, yeah, he needs to, to cleanse the mind. He needs to, with the assistance of Legba, provide for good fortune in the future and open a way so that the town can maintain its prosperity. Cool. I like that. It's, it's not a lie. It's not the whole truth, but yeah, I like that. Cool. Um, now, we had been thinking about some possible complications, and if a mine wasn't producing for uh, an extended period, that might raise some questions with the Anrites. Mm-hmm. So, did you have a plan to address that possibility? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to so, that. We, we, we can do that after this summit. <laughs> okay. Because uh, that will also let us determine how long this actually takes. Because we were planning 10, 12 hours, but... Right. But well, <laughs> he was actually worried that, like, in the middle of the summoning, one of the Enrites might come in and say, why isn't anybody working? And then you see things <laughs> they really shouldn't be seeing. <laughs> it's true. Thank you for putting some, another thing in my quiver. Thank you, Greg. <sighs> I've been playing with you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um that's one thing Cloak additionally wanted to do mm-hmm. is he um, wanted to send a message oh, okay. to Enright, uh considering it's the middle of the night. Um, if there was an opportunity to talk to him directly in advance, he would do that. But if not, he would send a message and have Sunny Day and Messy Day be prepared to engage him, considering um, every time there's been a formal interaction between mm-hmm. Les Enfants and, and Enright, he's had both of them present, right. Sunny Day and Messy Day, right? and insisted on him treating them with respect. So um, he'd have them be prepared to let um, Enright know that um, that Cloak is conducting, Ungun Cloak is conducting a blessing and doesn't want to be disturbed. Okay. I like that. Cool. All right. Yep. So this is easy one-two punches here with um, Ralph uh, rolling before and then Theo whatever six... Or, Craig, whatever successes carry over and add to your dice pool. Um, All right, so it's going to last a long time. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. A quick question, uh, Mm -hmm. because you'd brought this up and I I wanted to feel how you thought. Do you think, uh, well, A, do you plan on using the mind weaving to keep your guys' willpower up? Yeah, so if that's something that Legba would consider to not be hubristic in this particular case, mm-hmm. uh, then he would do it. Right. Otherwise, no, because he thinks that um, exhausting ourselves is part of devoting ourselves to the task. And that is what and I was leaning towards, to it, right? No. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a mastigos, right? Mm-hmm. So um, strength and growth through wearing yourself adversity. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's kind of where I was leaning towards it, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he wouldn't do that then. Um, in the event that it seems like we're going to die or something like, or exhaust ourselves completely and fall apart, then mm-hmm. he'd probably be like, okay, we can't stop, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get to the point of exhaustion. Kind of like um, what happened when we were in Isabel's Oneros mm-hmm. and he didn't cast Mental Shield until it seemed like, all right, now we're going to get disrupted here right? and we're not going to be able to finish this task. So, okay, yeah. I like that. You have to try it first. Mm-hmm. You can't assume that you aren't sufficient. Right, and that, that was where I was coming at it. It's like, you don't know if you could do it mundanely until you've actually done it. Then yeah. I need that. Okay, cool. Well, that makes sense to me. Um, but start- however, in order to make sure that um, he is able to support. Oh, um, yes. You know, they want to be synced up. 
and it doesn't seem extreme to him to establish a ritual focus and connection. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, cast that. He's going to cast a ruling spell. And let's see. Ooh, yeah, you add potency. That's nice. Let's see. Okay. Improvise spell. Gnosis in mind. Make sure that they are connected and on the same page. Yep. And have joined mutual understanding of the process and each other's capacities. Ooh, yeah. I am going to cast this two rounds. And so I think this is the first time that Theo will observe Legba intoning in the high speech. Mm-hmm. So let's see. That is ruling. I'll make it last. So the reach will be for instant cast. Scale. And uh, advanced duration. We'll need more than just advanced duration, right? It's a duration spell. Is it a duration spell? That was a potency spell. Hmm. I'm gonna increase that potency. Um, so increase the potency to four. Ritual mind. Nope. What is that? Ritual focus. Focus. That's. Just like combining yeah, our minds. Yeah, it is a duration spell. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, cool. Specifically. Um, it's a, it literally calls it a variant of telepathy and it basically makes sure everybody's in normal use uh, for teamwork on spell casting. In this case, it's my, hey, Cloak is basically able to add Gnosis into this without necessarily having death or matter. Yep. Uh, which, yeah, you do not need to add potency to this at all because it's not okay. going to. Yeah. All right, cool. Great. Sounds good, then. Yeah, when I read that, it was, oh, it's a variation of telepathy. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's right up close at me. So, cool. No Alrighty. problem. Two successes. Goes off. Yeah. Um, and now we can start rolling. Um, and how many uh, successes do we need? 22. All right. And how many safe rolls do we have? Um, I'm protecting from incursion by two, so we'll have 10 safe rolls. Okay. Easy. That's just, five, resolve is three. That's just that's just two successes a uh, an hour. Two point mm-hmm. two. Fair. <laughs> cool. All right. So you roll first, and then I roll. Yep. Just yes, fl- indeed. Just flat gnosis. Sure. I'm putting just willpower straight, into this. Just straight gnosis. No, no, no. Uh, just yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yep. But I'm rolling death gnosis, right? Correct. Uh, well, technically matter. But just shade roll. with matter. Okay. Either one, it doesn't matter. It's the same. Yeah. One, one die. Okay. There we go. All right. How do you get three? Yep. Mm-hmm. Three successes. Second hour. Oh wait, no, two successes. Um, Ralph's did... rolls are plus dice for you. Greg. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll one, so more. Roll one more die. Thank you, Chris. I, I took a moment. I was like, wait, hang on. Okay, so two successes. Two successes. Okay. Second. Oh. 
extra two. Oh, three successes. Uh-oh. Oh, Third roll. There we go. Oh, no. You're not doing great. <laughs> Ooh, geez. You might want to start adding some willpower there, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, I I'm saving my willpower. No, I saved my willpower in case we really needed it. Gotcha. But we're there now, so. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't using every round. <laughs> All right. Um, number four. Mm -hmm. Damn. At least it's not a dramatic success, uh, failure. Yep. Oh, there we go. That's eight, though. Number five. Oh no, nine. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> this is the other reason I wanted to rank four. Mm hmm. All right, 13. Number seven. This is the exhaustion of my willpower. Yes! Oh, 21! Okay. Oh, yes. Friends. That was a... Oh, yeah, coming through. Nearly All there. All right. Uh, we can do this without casting that spell. Oh, you may do yourself. So. Yeah, three more hours. Uh... John Paul. There we go. <laughs> John Paul there at the last, like, here's my four notices. I'm yeah. spent. <laughs> uh, and uh, so am I. Yep. Uh, and how many rolls was that total there, Ralph? Because you were counting. That was eight. Uh, eight. Yeah. So eight, eight hours. See, you guys mm -hmm. had four more. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is right. He was sketchy there at the first. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, uh, especially because you guys started when? Like 10? Yeah. So, eight yeah, hours so later. Are all right. Yeah. We're, we're pre dawn hours, um, which we'll, we'll avoid the Helm's Deep reference here, but uh, <laughs> the. Uh, you know, as, as I've mentioned before, that there's that building tension, especially I like we have our comparison of episodes. You know, previously we had uh, Gisela summoning up a rank one and there was some some tension at this point, especially with, you know, Cloak is there to help. Also had some downsides, but because of uh, fluent high speech helps bolster. I think you got a what net one from that, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Net minus one necessary success. Um, and then the fact that this is a rank four and just the tension is just intense. Both of you completely out of willpower, just yeah. drained and the tension kind of snaps and I cut over to my notes and notes <laughs> notes. Where'd you go? Uh, there we go. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me. A figure steps from basically the darkness of the room. Because I imagine 
there may be like a couple candles set out, but mm. not a lot of light. This is a grave, right, Craig? Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, and zoop. a well, what would, we, what would he look like? Since you went and changed over to a death uh, thing on me. Fine. Uh, actually, yeah, I know exactly who uh, basically steps out. It looks like a very classic appearance of death. Right. Mm, cool. The black robe, the 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 skull face within the the scythe and everything. But as it steps out of the darkness, the thing that catches your attention is the fact that the robes seem, you know, just utterly jet black. It's Vanta black. It is absorbing light, mm-hmm. right? And so you see it more for the 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 shadow that it makes in front of the the dark darkly lit dimly lit walls. The skull though, as soon as that face kind of turns towards you, you notice especially as it moves, it has this kind of metallic almost mercury like reflection and mm-hmm. I imagine you know cloak legba being the the assistant is you know to the side whereas uh Baba Sarah's smack dab in the center of its attention and it looks at you and the mirror shine mercury thing you see your own face reflected warped in the mm-hmm. skull um, and you definitely have a moment of a the fact that it is your face that's twisting up in eye sockets and stuff like that. But there's also across the skull itself, you know, your face kind of twisted into almost the skeletal rictus grin. And it looks down at you as I <clears throat> says, I, the progression of all things from energy to matter to dust. And the scythe comes down and it sent- settles on your shoulder, just like the point, right? And you can feel the weight of it. And it's like, it's a moment of, is this wow, I lose my head or I'm about to be knighted kind of thing. Soldier <laughs> five, Theo doesn't flinch. Right. <laughs> um, and what is it that you wish? This mine is dying. I wish to extend its life. head kind of yeah the mortals that live here pull silver from the earth but the silver is running out it is my wish to replenish it hmm hold please again I, I was even mentioning it uh when we were getting prepped it's like don't you hate it when inspiration hits you before the game it really sucks when it hits you smack dab in the middle of the game you're like "Ooh, what if mm-hmm. yeah. all right roll with it you can always cut here and go to somebody else like isabel if you want nope i'm good <laughs> um and so it nods and and says you wish a gift of silver precisely silver ore in the earth for the work of hands to retrieve it. This is a humble request. 
and it's you know skeletal and again mercury-esque reaches into just the stone and gouges out a chunk from the the wall which you guys might want to cover up later right because it is very clearly like claw marks through and holds up this big lump of silver in front of you guys and well specifically in front of baba sarah show me pure silver um i'm not does it want me to perfect that silver so it's a Perfected silver I already have cool. mission, correct? Yeah, correct. It wants you to perfect that silver. That is a matter three spell, by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, but I also have ghost gates. Just with it takes three days. It's gonna take you a bit. Oh wait, it wants you to do it right now. Oh yeah. Okay. Unless okay. I mean you can summon them again later. Apparently fine. It's Gnosis plus matter. He didn't say for how long. Or even how much. Mm-mm. He said do it. Touch. Yep. Um, and this would be... Uh, if you have signs and sorcery open, it's page 61. Just so you. you can have the reference. Yes. Just for everyone's right. knowledge, Ziggy is Brandy, inside of my blanket wrap and <laughs> curled up over top and around my arm. <laughs> so you cannot move the arm. Yeah, I'm I'm mouseless right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the perfected material. But what's the spell to do it? Yeah, that exactly that. Mm-hmm. Page twenty-five, sixty-one. Oh, sixty-one. Oh, in the perfected form. Oh, here we go. Yep. Yeah. It's the alloys that are four dots. Yes. Okay. We are sweeping under the rug the technical requirement of it needing to be a single continuous piece of the metal that fits within yeah. the skin. It's like, okay, it's the ore, but whatever. Well, but wouldn't he have the ability to just... I like that, yes. Silver <laughs> yes. And leaving spongy rock behind? Ooh, yes, 100% that. <laughs> that's super cool. Okay. Uh, let's work up a spell as I went frantically... Yeah, I mean, it's Gnosis plus Matter plus whatever Yantos you want to throw at it. Because yeah. your Reach is going to handle the instant. So. Um, so. I have my perfected bone wand, or a cane. Mm-hmm. Um, which identifies very strongly with Stygia. Just a little and, bit. Uh, and I'm exerting my will on it using it as a rod. Yep. Um, would that be a plus two or? Um, do, do, do. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, do, do, do. It's a nine again. Yes. Yeah, so Use as a magical nine, tool yeah. for the appropriate path. Mage gains so, a nine again. Um, so, but it'll count as a one. Plus one. Plus one. Tool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, the whole ritual space is prepared for this summoning. I could use that as an uh, yantra as well, correct? Oh, yeah. That's a, I, I think considering its current state, it's probably worth a plus two. Okay. Uh, so that gives me three, six, and nine. I have no willpower. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to worry about duration. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just show him, bam, as sure, long as it's I can do enough this. for him to observe it. Yep. Main thing being, this is literally comes down to, can you do it when called to? Two successes, that's plenty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! And so, <sighs> yeah. Now, how how do you how do you change it? Because obviously, you you need to touch it just for the because of the reach. Uh, right. But yeah, um, play with that imago there. So I've um, I've got the like, a lump of just raw silver in my hand. Uh, in its hand, it does not. Oh, oh in its hand. Yeah. Okay, so then um, I work up the spell like a large arm gesture, and then kind of reach out with the bone wand or the bone uh, cane, and just touch it with the tip of the cane. Full magical <laughs> girl from the underworld. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it shifts, gains that that far more metallic, uh, more mirror shine. Um, and it is a duration spell, so it lasts a little bit. Yep. It lasts uh, with your three. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, three turns. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is long enough and it looks and watches you. And the main thing that it wanted is you to do this right now. You know, not a big ritual or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And... Good thing you had mana. That's the other thing. Um, and it looks at it, looks at you, nods, and like grabs like rather aggressively your free hand and mm-hmm. holds it open and you know drops the silver lunar gent at the moment, but will soon be just silver nuggets into mm-hmm. your hand and kind of you know lets you keep that. Um, Ooh, and then yeah. it just kind of turns, you know, with the scythe. And I mean, it's a big manifestation of death. It's got to use the scythe, right? And just cleaves um, and super anime as fuck. Like the the scythe cleaves through the stone, leaving no marks. Um, and as it like continues to swing out, the scythe seems to gain get larger. And it you know, would be a massive harvest that just cuts through basically the vast majority of the the mine and farther deeper um actually it probably is a lower kind of swing that is going to drive the mines down deep as opposed to out and kind of turns in at the end of the swing brings the scythe up nods at you gives like one glance at legba (laughs) <laughs> like and it's it's a yes you were also here and then just steps back into the darkness um you're definitely like looking at death there's a definite yeah you're a mastigos i know about you and, <laughs> and not my boys uh and and you know death or specifically the one i actually name uh progression of all things uh yeah, progression of energy to matter to dust. Um, mm. Who have to gonna have to change his stats in case you guys summon him up again. But yeah. Oh, he's coming back. Whatever. <laughs> I got him on the list. Um, yeah. yeah, you do not have a good understanding of what exactly and how far it has gone, but you know, considering the size of the swing. And you know the the depth that the blade dug into. It's extended the the life of the mine for some amount of time. Well, Theo's just gonna um, after it's gone and the feelings have kind of settled down. She'll just walk forward and just touch a hand, mm-hmm. 
to the wall and uh, mm. do a, a quick cast matter spell to get a sense of, of sure. how much it's been rejuvenated. It It is not some like grand mother load like holy shit mm -hmm. the town but it looks like actually very similar to what you were asking for we want this but we just want it to go deeper um and uh where the majority of this mine seems to have gone down in you know levels and stuff like that this is almost like a 45 degree angle down so they're going to be digging considerably deeper down into uh the earth and it definitely feels like it spider webs out a lot more. So it's going to be this far flung, far spread. It may be more difficult to mine um, over the grand, you know, life of the mine, but it's definitely going to last for you know, quite some time. And it was good with all of that, the way you described it. So she'll kind of take her hand back and she's just exhausted. Like she's a little wobbly. Especially now that it's gone. It's like, okay, I don't have to put on the show anymore. Exactly. <laughs> uh, turns the leg button and says it's, it's going to be hard work. And dangerous, wow. but it's it's all there. Wow. We, we should have uh, thought ahead and made arrangements to get help home. <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit down for a little while. Your willpower is exhausted. Your body is fine. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they've been in a mine for eight hours. That's true. Yeah. Igba says, sometimes you have to go down into the dark before you can come back into the light. That's um, resonant with me in probably more ways than you understand. <laughs> I meant it deliberately. I thank you for what you've done. And I also am grateful that you allowed me to help. This means a lot to me. Shared experiences reinforce bonds. Yes, they do. Can't believe you said bonds instead of chains. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, thinks of them as bonds. That's true. Uh, so, so like, but now seeing what just happened, right, and what uh, witnessing Theo do this, right? Because in his mind, uh, Theo did this, right? He was just there to provide a little help so that um, in the event that there were stumbles, she could, right? Uh, he thinks she deserves appreciation. So he then, um, after a bit of silence, you know, giving her time to catch her breath, says, we took all of the third shift to do this, which means that my shift begins now or begins soon. And considering that, I can't forego it. Uh, if you are willing... I would like for you to stay for morning meditations because what you have done is something that my family needs to hear about. And I would like for them to thank you now before you leave. Will you stay? Um, there's obvious conflict on Theo's face. Um... Because you ask it of me, I will. It's Thank not you. usually how I operate, but it is. Um, are they going to be okay with this? And she's indicating like she is Legba right now. Oh, gotcha. Bob Sarah. Mm -hmm. Or Bob Sarah, right? Oh. Head. 
if you wish it to be. However, I think it would be nicer if they were to thank Theo. But Theo didn't do this. Well. Baba Sarah did. Baba Sarah is, as I've come to understand with as myself, as Legba. Our shadow names are a facet of ourselves. We call upon them, we invoke them, we invite them in because they allow us to live out the more truthful aspects of ourselves, but they are not separated from who we are. They are bonded, they are linked, they are enchained with our mundane selves. I understand what you're saying. I do see it a little bit different. That when I become Babasara, there's a transition. I can do things as Babasara that I can't do as Theo, and I can do things as Theo that I can't do as Babasara. Mm. Um, if it's all the same to you, I would rather remain Babasara for this. Very well. We're going to come down a dirty woman in a, <laughs> yeah. in a shroud holding a bone cane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and bear in mind, of course, this is Baba Sarah, so, you know, there's some, you know, little physical differences in mm-hmm. you know, the way she holds herself, but, yeah. And so, All you right. lead meditation, or... So, this is what um, I'm trying to think is Copernicus is going to stay in the guise of Legba. I think it's Hmm. Hmm. Say Legba would give the blessing. And it might be important for them to see that. It was not going to seem strange to them. They've met Legba before. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think it will be. You know what? I think it'll be particularly inspiring considering it's been very long since they've seen. Um, amounting since they've seen Legba be present and and um, seen certain aspects of ritual. Mm-hmm. So this is what he's going to do because, you know, uh, although Cloak has recognized the difference between fallen magic and supernal magic and understood how there were gaps in his knowledge before that are filled by his, his new understanding, he's not trying to um, disrupt, right? He's not trying to... Uh, to eliminate what people believe in, especially his community. So he's going to, in the guise of, of of Legba, he's going to approach Sanite and Messie as people are coming in. Or, because oh, he said, don't come in, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to he's going to approach them and bring them in. Cool. And so he's going to perform a, a, a ceremony, a, um, a voodoo ceremony, kind of similar to what they would have done in Haiti. Cool. A little little twist, little change from the usual stuff, but yes. Cool. And uh, he's going to make a, a brief little statement, a little speech to them. If that's okay with you, sure. So as everybody comes in for early morning meditations, um, he says, "I greet you all, and I believe you know me." It is not the case that you can engage me as you once did but I am still here 
and you are still cared for. You were told that there would be a point at which you and the town reached a crossroads. You needed to decide what you would do about that. Who you would be, where would you where you would invest your time, and what kind of people you would become. And then he motions to Baba Sarah and he says, This is Baba Sarah. And she has forestalled the inevitability of that crossroads being turbulent and unpleasant. She has provided for you the opportunity for you to consider that crossroads before you are cho- before you are forced to choose which direction you go. She has given you an opportunity. She deserves your thanks. Today. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, which you know I think, I for some reason I feel like clapping is probably not quite the right vibe. Yeah. But yeah. Probably reverent nods and attention. You say, "There are people here in this town who care for you, as you have endeavored to care for yourselves." And as you begin your day and you meditate as usual, I would like for you to meditate on what might still be keeping you from forming attachments, from forming bonds, from enchaining yourselves to the lives of the others here. Because this is your home. And she has made it so that it can be a fruitful home for many more days to come. You should use that opportunity to make sure that it is a fruitful home for everyone else here, just as much as it is for you. Yeah, I think yeah. There, there's there's definitely some some murmurs, some you know. Imagine not quite conversation. Uh, actually, I imagine that you get a the 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 you know one of the the few white miners who gives you a very uh, Southern Baptist amen. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, hang on, is this that? Not that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you know, kind of moment, which I imagine is not necessarily um, applauded, but everyone like, okay, we understand that and we accept it in the spirit it was given, uh, yeah. kind of thing, but. Um, of note, uh, Legba, I imagine, stays for the remainder of meditation and ceremony and stuff like that. Um, but, or excuse me, after the ceremony, um, Baba Sarah ducks out or, um, and especially because Legba is then going to take over and, oh, hey, you were up for eight hours. Now it's time to be in charge of a mine for yeah. another, yeah. But, uh, yeah, does Baba Sarah just like slip out? It, how does she handle the attention, for lack of a better term? Um, to her mind, this wasn't about um, the thanks and the statements and little ritual mm-hmm. here. It wasn't about her, it was about them. Mm-hmm. Mm. And whatever lesson Legba wanted to impart. So if that's done, she would just try and absent herself without much fanfare. Gotcha. 
Cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I know Babasir is very much the, the, the entity of house and home and... Well, not necessarily house and home, because that sounds more Hestia kind of vibes, but she is, you know, she is a protector of things and so. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I like the fact that she's like, cool, I was here. You all got the lesson and just, you know, slipping out, especially because, hey, uh, the sun is coming up and I'm in the shroud uh, (laughs) and I need to get home. Uh, I like that. Uh, Which also brings us to... um, (laughs) Actually, we're going to pause just a little. What time is it? 7.16. Nope. Perfect time. Uh, Because we have um, Isabel meeting up with Jules. I imagine um, because we talked about what you were going to do, but I realized I never did ask when you were going to do it. Um, Like a a morning or so. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking about, oh, if you do it at night, then nobody will see. But also that might be considerably more difficult and less spectacular so okay cool so uh meeting up with jewels actually probably at the uh general store Mm -hmm. um and you know always happy to see you smiling it's like oh sheriff isabel uh putting on you know the the big serious face and you know finishing up with whatever customer whatever thing he was doing and kind of looks over and like as soon as there's a moment like puts on his serious you know sorcerer face he goes do you need my help with something Hmm. not in the way you're asking and like he blushes (laughs) he goes wait hang on (laughs) Uh, I want to go for a ride with you oh out of town Oh, that's where we get into the, the thirst cast. Part. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come prepare the bonking hammers. Uh, <laughs> bonking bats. Yeah, it's going to be a lot me. of hand holding. Uh, yeah, so he's he, you can definitely see he's like, I'm trying not to read into this, but um, and, you know, uh, I'd, I'd happily go for a ride out of town with you. Um, are we looking for something or is this just to get out of town? Need to get some air. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, so Jules, Jules nods and goes, oh, OK, um, yeah. Um, uh, let me see if. Um, let me go. And he basically runs upstairs and gets Anastasia and he, he plays it up. He's like, listen, Isabel came to me and said that she wants to go ride out of town and I'm not. And Anastasia was like, is this cutting is his. Right. Anastasia is like, no, 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 no more. Just go, 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 go. And like, oh, yeah. yeah. And like, I think as the two of you leave to go get Jose the Jose, um, mm-hmm. it, he is he is coming down, you know, with his with his mug of coffee and is just grinning. <laughs> and just like is all in for this. Um, he's a big old softy and a romantic. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah it's definitely like oh yes I'm so pleased because I mean those two have been the will they won't they for you know a year now um, and maybe are they getting uh, back together <laughs> yeah um, so you go get Jose the horse a and I imagine sometime in the past year Jules has probably gotten himself a horse um, yeah. just between the fact that he does do ritual stuff he does have a pretty steady job um, 
Either is. that, or if two dots of uh, status purgatory bluff can't borrow me a horse for a couple hours. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking my XP back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and specifically, I do like the idea of Jules like having a horse yeah. um, just because he's trying to do his sorceress stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and, he, and he does frequently take rides out of town solo because it was made very clear to him by Egrock that none of his spirit summoning, which she is not a huge fan of, um, not happening in town. Not while I'm around. Um, yeah, she's willing to put her foot down uh, uh, when confronting a sleepwalker. Uh, but oh, other mages, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to mess with them. It's definitely one of the things that you guys have noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, Jules and uh, Isabel ride out, out towards the Hallow, I think. Just in that um, direction, away from Enright's place. Yeah. Or Okay, yeah. And, you know, ride for... You know, what, a couple hours? Mm-hmm. Find a stand of trees or something to tie the horses to? Yeah. Um, and, like, Isabel's packed up some food to bring along and stuff like that. It's a um, picnic. Yeah, it's a little picnic. Um, I have not been fair to you. Like, there's definitely, like, open mouth, closed mouth is like, mm, that's a trap. I'm not going to say anything yet. <laughs> like, I'm going to wait for more. Smart <laughs> boy. I... I am a complicated woman, and... I think that I have perhaps taken advantage of your affections for me more than you deserve. There, there's the like initial stone face of nope, not saying anything to a, a little smirk on the I'm a complicated woman. Uh, but when like you come out so like direct like that, he you know he's like you know doesn't want to say anything, but like he he still very clearly likes you. Um, uh, do you like him back? Uh, you, you. <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah. Um, so I brought you out here to tell you that I am trying to improve, to be more capable of being someone that you could be with. He kind of tilts his head and, and, you know, says, I mean, I'm, I can be with you now. Yeah. I'm not going to, not going to. In the uh, middle of the day. (laughs) I mean, you're far enough out. Uh, (laughs) uh, But he, uh, he, you know, kind of, kind of shrugs. He's like, but, you know, self-improvement is good. Um, that's that's definitely one of the things that I've gotten from, well, both you and Cloak. Mm. You know, like working on yourself is, is, is a good thing. And, you know, recognizing weakness and, you know, moving, it, moving past it. 
and you know he's very much trying to be like i'm going to be supportive of whatever your decision is but also we can totally date like i'm i you know. <laughs> <laughs> but please don't break up with me right yeah it's that i'm gonna walk this line here um you're right uh cloak has been helpful in that um so the thing standing in the way is I do not know if I am still married. Uh, which actually out of character has that because obviously for uh, everybody who went into your Nero saw some stuff mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if anybody's asked those questions because in character we haven't had a chance to other than there was this family here and there are people who died and nobody's on screen has anybody actually asked or brought that up or notably has jules been told about what you guys saw and stuff like that i am kind of on the idea of there's a bunch of history there that um that isabel has never talked about and right. I mean, the closest thing we had was the conversation with Theo. And so everybody's just like, that's a thing. She's never talked about it in the entire year that we've been hanging right. out together. Clearly, it's not something that we're she's interested in discussing. Is that kind of where right. everybody's at with that? Cool. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have gone prying. Right. So, yeah, Jules. Yeah. So Jules goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> that's like definitely. A look, yeah, because ring on the finger still would have been a thing. It just wasn't necessarily oh, she a diamond. Doesn't have one. Right. Certainly. Certainly doesn't have one. Right. Um, wouldn't have known where it was in the shuffle of escaping. That's true. Um, and and so she'll she'll talk about the like catatonia that she had. Mm-hmm. And 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 tell essentially tell him the story. Mm-hmm. You know, I I woke to fire and collapse and people changed. Uh, And whatever, as I've come to know, spirits did this, took over my husband and his family that I lived and I fled off with nothing but the clothes on my back and through a series of tumultuous events have come to be the woman you know now So while I do not consider myself still to be that man's husband, I don't know in what state he may still exist. Uh, 
Jules has, you know, as listening to the story, has had that, like, the not necessarily a thousand yard stare, but it's kind of staring off in the middle distance and just listening and nodding. And especially you're talking about spirits, which has been his kind of like pet project for a while. And now he's hearing about some things he didn't know spirits could do. Uh, <laughs> and he's going, oh. which was a shock to her, too, right? Right. Though. And nods and says, so. And, and you awakened after that. So you're not even. You know, from if we, from what I've even gone through, I'm no longer that same person. So, um, I am. Well, let me start at the top. I am willing to delay courting you until, you know, such time as you are comfortable. Like, I do not want to press you on that. I'm also very willing to travel to Mexico with you to a discover what has happened to your family be investigate what happened to your family um and there's that yep he's not a mage but it's still there um and and to to find resolution to that part of your life i'm 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 on board on that with um uh well but um um Heart and mind. <laughs> Finally, stumble, 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 stumble. Both, both directions. I am interested in in helping you if that's what you want to do. She's like a little overwhelmed at all that, right? But having you by my side would be. Joyous beyond not anything that I deserve, but anything that I've imagined for the last two years. Which notably, um, and asking because clarifying whether that was Isabel stumbling or uh, Chris stumbling over words. No, that's she. She says exactly that uh, because especially throwback to when first meeting Jules and she was taunting him and playing the flute and, you know, was smooth. Right. And Mm -hmm. now this, and he's like, Oh shit, this is like the real Isabel. Um, (laughs) It is like, uh, uh, and yeah, it's, 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 I'm not going to say it's tentative, but there's a definite like, and hand on hand, like, I stare like, <laughs> please don't punch me. Uh, and then like a hand squeeze. Right. And it's like, no, I'm yeah, I'm you. You, you are worth it. You, every, every person is worth have deserves some somebody. Agreed. Now. I did want to talk to you about all this, but uh, seeing as how we are now planning to be sort of uh, learning alongside each other. Uh, I thought I would ask you to help me in an experiment. And we're going to pause right there. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. I saw you look down. I don't know if you're actually looking at the clock or not, but okay. (laughs) 
Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, yes, uh, Twitch folks, we'll be back in just a second. We're going to go on our break. Uh, YouTube guys, blinking. You, I mean, there, there was, there's no cliffhanger for when you're on YouTube, unless it's, I guess, at the end of the episode. Twitch guys, you got to wait a whole, like, five minutes. So, uh, stand up, pet some dogs, touch some grass, go see some sky, get a drink, go to the bathroom, do some jumping jacks, take a break, move yourself, take care of yourself. We'll be back in five, ten minutes. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, actually, we pick up, so... <laughs> What is that experiment? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Isabel just grabs a little bit tighter onto the hand that mm -hmm. she had been proffered. Um, the whole new world. What sort of, <laughs> what sort of <laughs> problematic way is she going to describe this as so that it sounds intimidating? Um, yeah. Is it okay if I change you? <laughs> and him being a sleepwalker and understanding that she has life and kind of looks and goes okay <laughs> sorry that Plank sounded check, terrible man. Plank check <laughs> Jules do you want to fly yes <laughs> like no hesitation well, especially because you know throwback again to way back when yeah. I, I saw you flying around in the sky uh, was it exactly under my own that power that wasn't my doing right don't turn me into nothing unnatural. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, I got one, one, one dice read. Oh wait, no. Yeah, so just one. His nose is two. Well, because uh, I got a, a flute. Oh yeah. Um, so just cancer. Yep. Sorry, my brains are scrambled right now. All two of them. Yeah, both the both of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so minus two for scale just to get him as well. Five, ten, two, eight. Eight dice. Three successes. We'll take it. Yep. Uh, uh, and and out of their sort of shoulder blades for the both of them pops or sprouts even. Uh, oh, she does like get him to sort of partially remove his shirt to give him some some room. Right. Uh, and like her dress can sort of accommodate it. Um, and uh, like big like bright golden eagle wings. Uh, mm -hmm. Like the the eagle that is on the flag of Mexico. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's just I believe just called a golden eagle. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and they're, you know, based on the spell's description, you you instinctively know how to use the the new part of you. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm, I'm not a scientist to tell you how big these wings would have to be, but I'm imagining they'd have to be pretty fuck off big. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, 12, 15 foot wingspan, something like that. Sure. I'm imagining. As as uh, we are always fond of saying, it it's magic. Exactly. Uh and then she takes off running to get a start and <laughs> The Albatross method. Yes. I, I always rescue Rangers, baby. <laughs> like, hang on, I gotta run off this building. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, and I it, yeah, Jules like definitely has a 
left, right, like it, like Isabel's off running, and you, know, he's over here. Like I'm a flex this wing, I'm a flex that wing. This is like he's just experimenting, and it actually takes him like five or ten seconds and looking out and seeing you run and at that Ready point are, are airborne and he goes oh my god I have wings <laughs> <laughs> and then he's off like a just full sprint jumps and just is into the air and is trying to play catch up and yeah I imagine there is you know yeah a whole new world playing in the background Disney mm -hmm. please don't sue us and uh yeah original characters do not steal right uh there's no carpet involved everything's fine um and yeah just like chasing and you know it's, it's a very quick like get as high as we can kind of thing which turns out with just that spell it's like oh we can't get super high well actually no uh because can you do a couple changes with is it like per potency potency mm -hmm. oh yeah so you've got a couple changes uh change bone density mm -hmm. yeah because that's a, yeah uh yeah so yeah with, with yeah with three potency easily and the appropriate modifications in order to uh to get airborne an actual like real height to not you know cause a bunch of breaking points yes craig Can i just interject some math <laughs> based on the ratio of wing length to body size for the golden eagle your wings are, you have a 25 foot wingspan. Yeah, the fuck off <laughs> wingspan. <laughs> yeah, I love that. A uh, little, little, you know. Again, y'all, it's magic. You don't have to tell me all the science. <laughs> that was not I, like they, accurate. They don't need to well. You popped the question Real out there wings. and my brain had to fill yeah, it. Craig had to answer cool. the question. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm fair. sure yeah. knowing our crowd, some of our audience had the same thing going on with yeah, them. So now they have that it scratched. And let's be honest, just... it's it's an audience of mage fans. Like yeah. this is this is our brand. <laughs> and that's a question. I have to find out the answer. Uh, but yeah, just flying, moving, you know, uh, dodging and weaving through the air. Uh, and I imagine speeds that you're going there's no conversation you know there's no singing together but yeah it's just hauling ass through the uh -huh. sky um and this is probably freedom. actually one of the yeah freedom is is pretty accurate um this is one of the few times that you've seen jewels on a more um daredevilish kind of thing because mm -hmm. now all of a sudden that he's in the air it's like as long as i'm not dive bombing the ground and so, you know, it starts hesitant as just flying and then like, OK, let me try to spins and twists and turns and all these things that come naturally to him because of the magic of the spell. And so, yeah, he's just getting acrobatic with it. And his actual athletics and he has zero dots in acrobatics. Um, that's not a skill. That's not so a skill. I know. <laughs> um, athletics. athletics is the one I meant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know whipping out and around through the air and it's not super graceful uh but he's throwing himself into it and you, mm -hmm. yeah there's no conversation but there's some definite like yahoos as he flies like by you uh, i and, mean implying that isabel's into it the same oh yeah uh sure. I, i'm just playing jewels <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah and just like having a good old time though um uh we did take a uh, duration right Mm -hmm. yeah okay i was trying to remember the the it's a region mm -hmm. yep and so you guys just have you know a while up there and he he is more than happy to stay up 
for as long as you are flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, though as soon as he notices that you are heading in for a landing, he also heads in for a landing because, listen, there's one real big prank <laughs> that she could pull on him while he is airborne. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I am landing this bird uh, <laughs> before all of a sudden my wings disappear. Um, not that you would do something like that at a ridiculous height, but, you know, coming down for a landing and so he tumbles or something. But leave uh, my gravity cushion to land on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, um, and I'm going I'm to say it. He lands and he there's there's a, a throw in for a hug. Um, with the potential for more, but like kind of pulling back, he's like, wait, hang on. There's a smooch. Okay. There's a smooch. Uh, And like, and then a quick like step back, you know, especially he's your bare chested, um, you know, big wings, you know, the the cover of uh, a Harley Quinn romance novel kind of thing. And then immediately realizes, oh shit, (laughs) like steps back and, and, but you know, realizes, oh no, she kissed me back. It's okay. We're good. Um, but and like, imagine once you guys are on the ground, the wings go away mm-hmm. pretty quickly yeah, thereafter. And like he's at that point panting and exhausted because, well, I mean, he's been, you know, flapping 25 foot, you know, wings uh, and then kind of looks over at the food and says. Oh, can we eat? <laughs> um. And I, I'm sure, like, once sitting down, you know, probably a little sweaty and, like, eating and he goes just full nerd into... And it's probably not the best topic of discussion, but he starts talking about... So, I've had some theories about what has happened, you know, to your, you know, to your, you know, the married... The, your in-laws, right? And he's just off that way, talking and discussing and probably not the, you know, depending on what kind of cues and clues that she gives him uh but he's off talking about okay so maybe this is what's happened to them since then because it's been a couple years and he starts to discuss and he's very clearly not obsessed uh because he's a sleepwalker but he's like hey these are some ideas this is you know what we could do you know if this is stuff you want to figure out he's on board and it interests him and so he's just the ideas are coming out his mouth of, you know, hey, we could, we could fly down there, uh, you know. Yeah. And he's he's often that kind of discussion. Um, and she like lets him go for a while and then like steps in. It's like. Mm-hmm. Patrick or would be fascinated in your in your ideas and that investigation. But. I brought you out here. And I like and there's a, you know, moment he realizes and goes. Oh. And like the the gears turn, the math turns, he goes, okay, courting Isabel, not Petrichor. Got it. I'm yep. Okay. I both, but more specifically, if if Isabel is not the right mindset to like that's not what she came here to do, right? Oh, okay. And and realizing, no, this is this is a date, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and go and yeah, the blush comes back and goes, oh, <laughs> okay. And like, there's a shift to to sit a little closer and like shuts the fuck up. 
<clears throat> I, I'm not going to speak for every guy out there, but guys, just sometimes just shut the fuck up. Trust me. <laughs> um, and so we shift. Uh, actually, is there any like uh, specific resolution for this? Okay. We, we fade to black um, in a PG style. Fade to sepia. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and and we cut to uh, Miss Gisela Bauer returning back to the mushroom ring or another plan in mind. I don't know that I would go back there, probably to the hallow. Mm -hmm. um, just because it is already set up to be a more magical place. Mm -hmm. And because it's hidden. Yeah, and she told me that this one wasn't nice enough. So it's true. Um, which I, I, I like that the the descent down into the the hidden space. Which, um, well, you guys have had a year. Has there been any like major remodeling that you guys have done? I'm kind of aiming this over towards Theo because Theo is the one who has the matter to kitten really change stuff on the inside but or has this been left kind of in its more natural state of uh, you know we've redirected the water and otherwise left this kind of the way it was um he was imagining was that we've left it kind of the way it was but there's this living water sculpture mm -hmm. sort of suspended in right in area but otherwise you guys have kind of left it as is you haven't tried to repurpose it into you know, a meeting place or anything like that. Cause I mean, you guys haven't met out here. It is, it is a functional place. It is a hallow that now the residence has changed a little bit. Um, it's, you know, uh, still dark cave and water and stuff like that, but there's other, some other resonance that has joined in with, um, it taking on a, a bit of a ritual space and just because yeah. of your other uses. That's yeah. We would have like cleaned out the sediment and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I have like some shelves. Oh, that's right, because you put your books out here. Yeah, mm -hmm. some shelves bring all of like any written research or anything I have um, is out here now. None of it's at my house mm -hmm. because, again, I don't have a room. I'm yeah, anything I don't want people to find. Right. So I imagine Gisela comes out here relatively often. Okay, I like that. And Chris, what were you saying? I was saying uh, Isabella's helped shape the resident oh yeah that's true yeah just been one of those sure it stays like still stable of what it was but right. it comes yeah. to be useful for us right as opposed to just letting it get destroyed from use i like that um cool um so going to the hallow uh, and we talked about this off screen um taking about three hours to summon forth this little pixie again um, we're just not going to roll it because it's a, it's a rank when we've demonstrated that Ash is able to do it. Uh, Giza is able to do it. And as before, hang on, I'm just realizing. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's not a series of messages. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys basically... Well, you guys. The pixie steps forth... Um, Yep, uh, I had to think if there's any any dramatic change or anything, but no, it's the same pixie who just um, steps out of, in this case, more blatantly into existence as opposed to stepping around a mushroom and being dainty and cute. 
Um, the facade is you know, the the appearance is still there, but the the mask and the facade that it was putting on is kind of removed a little bit and looks up and you know smiles at you and says, "Have you made a decision?" I have. And what are you? What is so valuable that you are willing to give up to end your curse? I want to be clear. This isn't just for me. Are you... Can you remove the curse from my whole family? How much of your whole family? Oh, the line. It's a a bloodline. <laughs> I'm familiar. You have some aunts and uncles and cousins... So far, the curse seems to pass down through the oldest. So it was on my father. It's on me. I'm worried that if I removed it from myself, it would just pass on to my brother. So your immediate family. I don't believe anyone else is cursed. And like I think you you like a stone faced like <laughs> you know, refusal to say anything. <laughs> Can you do it? I can ensure that the curse is removed from your father, yourself, your brother, your sister. Wait, sister. Am I inventing characters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. Um, and your mother, too. Uh, just, you know, that with a little wink. Uh, I can ensure that. And that it won't pass on? She nods her head. Okay. What I am prepared to give you. I'm unwilling to hurt my family. So, for myself, I'm going to give you everything I have that would tie me back home. So, for years now, we've just been running. But home was... In the forest, in our little town. It was really nice. And somehow I always held on to the hope of going back. And like, there, there's a grin, right? And she says, so the thing that made... I will remove the thing that made you leave home. But now you and cannot in exchange, return. I will give you the ability to return. A desire to return. I, well, oh, actually, no. the, ability the, is the ability is much better. And like, there's this like. Probably the same pacing motion that you've seen Anastasio do hands behind his back as he's like thinking over a deal and like and it's it's very clearly 
Anastasia, you recognize the motions that she's going through. <laughs> and she she nods and says, Hmm. If you ever return home, this curse will return tenfold. Oh. That's a fey bargain. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. And she nods, steps up, extends her tiny little hand up to you. <laughs> that was a quick okay. Shake her hand and uh, uh, well, by uh, sanctity of merits, you have two merit, two merit dots to uh, yeah. to spend elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that later. Um, if, um, unless you already have plans for where you want to put them. No, I need to look into it. OK. Um, but yeah. And for you, your peripheral mage site, you know, tingles. And it's a I mean, as opposed to that weird mix up of arcana this is like oh this is some fate this is some prime you can spot a bunch of these different little things tying to you um you don't feel much of anything um you know you don't feel your luck right um but yeah there's that sense that something has happened and otherwise that's it there's no you know da da there's no you know, actually for for drama's sake and because you're the acanthus, you can hear the church bells in the distance, right? She's like, "What the fuck?" Um, but that's it. She nods and she, and she smiles like it's the very businessman shark kind of expression. And she says, "Is there anything else?" No, that'll be it for right now. Thank you very much she gives you you know a curtsy with her lack of clothes um and then turns and just like does a little pixie-esque spin on the ground and is just gone okay well of note as as she leaves your you lose your spell out of your spell control okay yeah because presumably the holes it was patching aren't there anymore effectively yeah oh, i didn't have it written down okay uh well at that i'm just going to sort of take a moment and self-assess and like try to see if i can find mm -hmm. what's not there anymore sure um and without making you roll the die because we've talked about it before using um, I cannot remember the, the fate spell of um, you know, looking at connections and the fates and where you found that Rilla had a destiny uh, who by the way still has that destiny you've seen it a couple times it's actually probably irritating every time you turn your mage side on it's like would you please <laughs> um, but yeah that same destiny that was drawing you places um, is no longer here and you know, without like, you know, too much navel gazing. It's like, no, this, this seems right. Um, you do have, uh, just from your experience and your, your knowledge of Arcana and stuff like that. It's like, no, this is, this is more of, you know, this is in abeyance, um, uh, you waiting. Um, there's the, you know, the Gordian knot kind of thing of 
No, that's not the right one. Uh, sword. Sword of Damocles. Yep. Hanging over your head. Um, you are the knot. Uh, it was just like, yep. Yep. Can't go back. Can't go back. Great. I have negotiated uh, voluntarily into that contract. <laughs> I hit the, oh, yeah. Trust me. I, I was like, ooh, ooh, she's just all right. So, yeah. So now as a storyteller, I'm like, cool. So what excuse do we find to send people back to Germany? And, is, and poor Gisela has to go, shit. <laughs> or at least not go anywhere near home. Right. Um, which out of character, I will be clear. Yeah, no, you can't go back to your hometown. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, so self-assess, do the nobody can see me happy dance. Uh <laughs> And then, yeah, I'm going to go back to our house and I want to. Oh, whenever dad gets home, mm-hmm. just like. Look, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, and see how he's feeling and how. Uh, yeah. How's, how's I mean, been? This whole past week has been great. And then getting getting in, he's talking about. Yeah, there was. A lot of like, you know, he's he's sharing the gossip, right? And he's talking about, yeah, it's really weird. The Maroon's mind was shut down all night. And, you know, your mother is in there. Well, what are they doing? What, what happened? Was you know, was it was there a Did gas it, leak? Yeah. Yeah. Was it safe? And, you know, he's you know, we're eating, you know, talking and I'm not sure what exactly happened. I, you know, tried to tried to chat, but they were they were away working and, you know, Nobody at third shift knew anything until they came out of the mine. So I'm sure we'll probably hear about it in the next day or two. Um, but yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, I do like that, you know. Yeah, he'd probably say Ungun Kloti worked in the mines. Yeah, you know, I, you, you know, they they have a they have a good team over there. And some of them, you know, well, some of our guys have gone over there and they really like it. Cut away and stuff like that. And yeah, <laughs> I imagine over dinner, you know, eyes wide staring like is there anything showing on that no and like after the past week and everything like yeah he's free and clear and then you have that moment of course where you go <gasps> you look over your brother fine and you know of course he's never had any sign of the curse on him or anything like that it's never hung over his head all good so far other than okay yeah. well yeah I'm just gonna go to bed with the the knowledge that I think I did it. I think I did it. And in exchange I'm just You did it. I'm here now. <laughs> I'm here now. Yep. Well, I mean you got the whole of the US, you know, but now that you're here, yeah. Maybe time to settle settle down, put down some roots. Go talk to that Jules fella. <laughs> We're, we're, we're not doing uh, no we're not the, doing yeah the love angle because it's not a triangle guys unless you have all unless three everyone legs. is connected thank you it's a love fork if it's, it's a love vertex fork. yeah and going to two points yep um oh, love it um cool uh which boom 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 um ralph you had a little vignette from earlier uh what was that you wanted yeah to uh, I wanted to, Legba wants to check in again 
with because he left his he left his astral self in the company of the of a priest. Mm -hmm. And so as much as he can't take any actions, right? Mm -hmm. Um, he would just be present, want to be present, exposing his astral self to the resonance of what is Tenochtitlan. So that um, he can prepare himself to properly engage whoever it ends up being. I mean, out of character, we have an idea, but mm -hmm. Cloak doesn't know that. So. Gotcha. And so uh, the idea being that rather than ending the the effect, the walk in two worlds uh, has kind of let his astral self marinate, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, and is just uh, not interacting with anything, just being there and. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Like finding a place, like the equivalent thing of meditating in the minds, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, why not do this? I'm doing something else. Um, normally, he's doing the reverse of what most people would do in astral travel, mm -hmm. where they leave their body in a state of catatonia, and they send their astral self to traverse the realms. Right. He is uh, devoting all his attention to his physical body, and he's leaving, leaving his astral self meditating mm -hmm. somewhere in that realm. I like that and yeah uh kind of really emphasizing the fact that for Legbud, this isn't the astral is not something that he plans to turn off and on again it's yeah i like that okay yeah um and i imagine you know oh let me direct my attention back over there real quick oh hey yes. look like the astral realm has continued life around you know, and you know, it's not like he's sitting in the middle of the road or something like that. Yeah. He's, you know, out of the way, but you know, there's like stuff has moved around um, as much as the astral realms can change. You know, the whole new building put up or anything like that. But oh yeah, the especially because I imagine you were staying in that temple with the priest. You know, yeah. like you come back and find that like you've been moved. And mm -hmm. like you are now like kneeling or sitting on like a mat instead of on, you know, for, and so there's just been a couple little accommodations as the world and the, 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 the Temenic realm has like accepted the fact that, all right, Legba is here now and it is just adjusted to, and you know, that existence there. Um, yeah, I dig that. And okay. Fantastic. And then the other um, small thing before we move on to the rest um, that I forgot to mention ahead of time mm -hmm. um, was Legba would like to look in on quickly. It's been about a week on all of the five men that he sent home. Cool. You um, can describe those things. I'm happy to roll dice if you like, but it doesn't yeah, need to be a huge engagement. You're, you're scrying, basically? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no need to, to roll dice just because take amount of time and it's not a difficult spell and we're not pressed for time. Um, cool. And just, yeah, uh, picking up with everybody. Because I have the names written down, so why not actually use them? Mm -hmm. Hey there. You would start, go west to east, start Francisco Morton. Right. Um, and yeah. <laughs> good old Frisco is legitimately in like family company you know like it's it's very clearly like it's been a week but 
depending on how long you you know watch like is been like put back to 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 work in the house right he's doing chores he's you know helping around and you can see he has got the, the the good family vibes going on and they're happy to have him back um marco sweeney who i believe is our i can't remember who ended up going out to new york so whatever um but we have let's see real quick got in my notes oh good come on pull up page um here we go samuel Okay, cool. It is in that order. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize I'd rearranged them. That's fabulous. Uh, so yeah, Marco Sweeney in our lovely little Midwest towns and stuff like that, doing well. You know, is I imagine by the time you look over, is literally working up on the farm, right? Um, Theo Evans, similar kind of situation. Um, without having any kind of problem. Yeah, yeah. Working at a forge or something similar. Uh, Adam Morgan, having a good old time. And uh, it, just because of the timing that you look in, right, whatever, is at some nice little dance, uh, you know, at the, you know, uh, put on by whatever church or organization, right? And, um, and then you try to sa- uh, scry Samuel Dawson and nothing happens. Whoa. Actually, hang on. Scratch that. Uh, we might actually. Was he our to... military deserter? Technically, they're all kind of military deserters, and the fact that they're all. Uh, they were all captured and uh, didn't report back. So I'm scrying on my. on the, the chain link. Mm-hmm. Cool. Making sure we were thinking of the same thing. Yep. Let's be very aware that we're about to create a Mr. Graves situation here. <laughs> I'm very aware. Uh, but I also know that... Uh, he could be know. dead or awakened because then he wouldn't mm-hmm. be the same person as the person you made the link with. Well, that's why, because he's scrying on the actual chain link. Yeah, uh, scrying on my eye nimbus. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, if he doesn't have the chain link anymore, it would, or if would, it's been destroyed. It would just zoom in on the chain uh, link itself, but yes, uh, that is also a good point. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you attempt to channel and view that chain link and nothing happens. Mm. Okay. Curious. Hmm. Now I am making the assumption just because it seems natural to do so that when you are scrying, you are just using, uh, just making sure, yeah, the basic one potency because it is something mm-hmm. that is connected to you, and so you don't need additional potency. That's right, exactly. Hmm. You would uh, then try again because it seems strange to him. And he would assume that he made a mistake, right? His sure. initial assumption, considering he's thinking, I made this a part of my chain. I might need to shake it louder, right? Sure. I may need to pull it harder, you know, considering how he thinks of these things in terms of the Imago. Mm-hmm. So he would then uh, reinforce his will. 
and uh, increase the potency. So let me take a look at this real quick. All right, cool. Do, 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 do. Yeah. All right, I'm actually going to cast a spell. Yep. Let's do Gnosis in space. And... And while you're writing that up real quick, feel free. I'm just going to point out sure. to chat while off screen we have Craig over here like offering a room from Theo to Tegiza. Oh yeah, come move on in. We got a spare room. I'm just like, how do you have that many rooms? Why would you have that many rooms? Well, because Catherine needs a room and Theo needs a room and then they had a room for uh, um Oh my gosh. Valosia and, you know, Rilla. And Valosia. Yeah. And, yeah, and a guest room. Most people did not have guest rooms. Yeah. That wasn't a thing. We had a bunch of maroons, so. But yeah, in the house that, uh, I mean, my grandparents' house that my great great granddad built on the farm, they had two bedrooms. Yep. One for them, one for the children. And they yep. had like six children. They had the bedroom. Yep. Okay, three. Uh, I am going to one, two, three. We should. I will do. This is going to be one more reach than I've listed here because I'm going to uh, change the primary factor from okay. uh, from duration. duration. Potency. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to increase the duration by. I just want to see if it works. I want to get a glimpse. So I'm not going to increase potency or duration. All right. Uh, let's see. Please remind me. Is it you get three yantras when you go to Gnosis mm -hmm. three? Mm -hmm. Cool. Great. And one is sympathetic. Uh, one is going to be Maya Son, and another is uh, my shadow name. Okay. In front of the chains. All right. Uh, overreaching by one. Gnosis yep. three is two paradox, but you have your son, so that reduces. It's going to be overreaching by two because. Um, oh, that's right. You I forgot that. that. Yeah. So then I'll spend two mana. Okay. And roll a chance to die. Nothing. Sweet. Cool. Roll up S them dice. Seven, 12 dice. Mm hmm. Looks like it. And that is a potency of Ooh, damn. damn. Wow. Try that again. Okay. Uh, that will cost you an additional One more mana. mana. Right. Yep. And I will roll chance die again. Oh, so that's a total of three mana. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, great. Casting roll sympathetically, again. it gets expensive. Yes, it does. Oh, there we go. There we go. And of course, it denies you the exceptional to be like, hey, you want that mana back? Never mind. Um, it's probably going to make that as Praxis at this point. It's a good. Yeah, um, let's do that. So with. Um, do that, take the mana back. Okay, so you're going to spend the. Yeah. 
Actually, yeah, that's true. I haven't been chasing you guys down about Gnosis uh, increases in getting free Praxis. He, he has an open one okay. at this point. Yeah, and I figured, actually, because we haven't discussed it much, I figured most yeah. people would have one. Okay, cool. That That's good. So you uh, so you recoup the mana? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what is your total potency then? Because it would have been four? Would have because... been three, I think, because space three. Space three, right. Okay. Yep. Nothing happens. Whoa! All right. Mm. <laughs> Cloak rolls his sh- sh- shirt sleeves up. Um, let's see. Uh, triumph through adversity. He's going to try one more time. Cool. Let's really make this happen. All right. So. He's going to increase the potency. He's rolling with 12 dice. So, it's 15. Increase the potency by four. To roll four dice? He's going to roll seven dice. Oh, he's going to spin a willpower. Sorry, he's going to spin a willpower. And then um, increase the potency by, by four to potency seven. And you're going to spend four mana? It will be four. Yeah, that's right. So there's our chance die. Hey! I get something from that. Uh, It doesn't accumulate uh, additional paradox. Oh, that's right. Cool. Great. Spend that willpower. Spend me a willy. Roll seven. seed <laughs> with the one dice or one mm-hmm. success perfect um so yes uh with that much potency what was that total we bumped it up to seven, seven. potency right uh punching through the withstand which um because i don't think this has happened to any character but for legba's view there was withstand on something that normally does not have well it may have some withstand because of sympathy but this is something that's connected to you this is and yeah. definitely like there's something else besides just sympathy itself in the way and mm-hmm. just punching through that and now you can see the chain link uh which the downside to this spell of course is the fact that you have that focus in on the chain link but yeah. uh it is sitting on uh, kind of I don't know, how long is this how about a five foot wide table um mm. looks it wood and kind of rough also on the table are um some knives some calipers uh some hammers it looks like it could be a work bench kind of thing with a bunch of different various tools mm. um and then kind of like initially you're kind of looking down at the chain link, which is just set to the side um, with clear significance. It's not just piled in with a bunch of stuff. It's set out right with like some space around it. And uh, you have that a stone, uh, actually probably not stone, um, like large brick um, walls. And then kind of panning around, you can see what looks like actually considering uh jean paul's past um this is a room where bad things happen to people god damn it um notably uh kind of panning around you kind of have that you know out of focus thing 
but you can make out our, uh, I won't say good friend, but our, our friend Samuel Dawson, um, mm-hmm. who is currently uh, sitting on a chair. Um, he is bare from the um, from the waist up. I almost did that the other way around. Um, and he doesn't appear to have any marks on him that you can see, mm-hmm. but he's very clearly tied to this chair um, with ropes around his uh, legs and his arms around behind his back. Uh, his head is kind of resting. He doesn't appear to be, a, you know, like uh, dead or anything like that. There's no marks. You know, his, you can see a little bit of breathing happening. But that is it. Well, shit. What I suspect happens here is... Um, I see that and... I wanted to see if I could look through. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave it up for advanced duration. I didn't um, put on reach for advanced duration. Mm-hmm. So you have a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now or never. Uh, I can't cast two spells. I mean, it could combine, but that's not what I want to do. Cloak wants to go there. But I mean, you can see it. It's in sensory yeah. range, so if you can pull mm-hmm. it off in a turn, remote, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. extra reach, uh, and right. um, he is unconscious, right? Like he appears to at this point, either he is taking a nap or unconscious, or but yeah, his head down is in that very like unsupported kind of fashion. Not a, I'm resting my head down, but is mm-hmm. that forward slump? Okay, gotcha. So yeah. Uh, time for a collocate. Sure. That place is this place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see. I'm casting, so I can't do something else. All right, cool. Let's do it. Um, I will note, before you start, like, yeah. um, your legacy attainment is still casting collocate. Oh, that's right. I've already been there. Well, I mean, regardless of that. Yeah. Like, I I do not see a reason to restrict you to casting co-locate just via the Temenic connection. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's right. It just allows me to do that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes, I do. Ha- oh, okay. Fantastic. Yes. Because that's right. All right. Space is the co-locate. The, the mind is the Temenic part of it that's right so oh, you have a, that's right i can just do it I was like, that's right thank you it's fun turn but <laughs> you got this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, totally oh yeah then i spend the mana and boom i'm there when you open a portal uh mm-hmm. yeah appears, sorry i open a portal uh yeah. just the way your your reach is, set up. is and it does yeah that's right yep so exactly. you can step through real quick all right your scry disappears um mm-hmm. and you have uh because you're still space three so you you still have three turns so yes step through yep uh let's see i think i'm gonna grab him and take him back okay yeah grab round I, two can i grab my can i grab the chain link as well yeah that's fine because you you okay, pop cool. out next to it that's fine yeah that's totally. that free action kind of thing mm-hmm. and then yeah. grab especially buff you know legba we did uh, cloak john paul everything just grabs the seat of the chair and just yeah. bodily 
<laughs> so, nearly wrestling move. Yeah. I'm going backwards right through the portal um, yeah, totally. and pulling this thing through. Cool. And then you fall backwards. The scry is already gone. And then the co-locate disappears. Um, where were you doing this scry at? Yeah, geez. Oh, fuck. Um, it's a good thing I use my attainment. Um, so he'd be scrying in a place where, you know, it um, wouldn't. He, he usually does this stuff in the mines in the meditation room. Sure. Which if it's currently not in use, that's fine. Yeah. So that's what he would do. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Shane Dawson to Purgatory Bluff. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is he is unconscious. Um, and at this point now, like imagine the backwards or right, set him back up. Now he's in in that chair in the meditation room. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, uh, I turn on Mage Sight, and I determine if he's asleep, he's comatose, oh, that kind of thing. Right. You know, what's, yeah, with what mine, his yeah. mental state uh, is. Yeah. yeah, he is asleep. Well, okay. was asleep. He's at this point now going, <laughs> I mean. Oh, so he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, okay, he's in the process of waking up and very, very confused. <laughs> that makes sense. But he's seen me before. Mm-hmm. So, um. Then, um, Legba takes a deep breath and he holds up the chain link mm-hmm. and he says, Shane Dawson. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember me? Holy shit. Fuck. Where? Hank. Like, and kind of squinting at the mine and, you know, well, mm-hmm. the meditation chamber is looks considerably different from a mine right but starts yeah. to recognize that am i in the mines and like but i'm still in the chair like this is some straight up had a bad dream and now oh, yeah. you know yeah and uh what hang, what is going where the fuck am i'm going to free you okay. i need you to pay attention very closely paying attention do you remember me yes i said that with this we were connected yes something happened to you and I suspect it is bad. I don't need to know right now, but I want you to know that you are safe for now. <laughs> the for, he, he, like the sigh of relief starts and then like stops midway uh, for now. Yes, I will allow you to rest, and then I will need you to tell me everything you can about the people that put you in that chair. So take some time to realize. That you are back in Purgatory Bluff. I you are not in that dungeon. I, I, I can't remember. That and the withstand is deeply troubling. Oh yeah, some so sort of shit. He, he kinda... and he can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Whatchamacallit. Um, I'm going to free him. Mm-hmm. And remove then... Remove the ropes. Yep. Yeah, definitely remove the ropes. And um, I'm going to... Hmm, would be a good place for him? Ooh, I know. Oh, I'm now going to... I'm probably too far away to use telepathy without uh, the, the sympathetic attainment. So 
I think um, the safest place for him to recuperate would be with medical aid, probably from Theo or Baba Sarah. Sure. Or Catherine. <laughs> oh, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So, um, the two of them yeah. are a good pair. So he's going to spend another mana and uh, then ping, ping Theo. You were enjoying dinner. <laughs> you were. Um, composure five, no visible reaction. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, and what's the ping? The ping is, um, Theo, I must talk with you now. And we can communicate mentally, so I would say, where? Um, I would like to bring someone to you. Okay. And then, and then uh, he elaborates. He says, um, those five men I sent back to their homes, the one I sent to New York was grabbed by someone who was able to occlude my link to the, to the items I gave them so that I could look in on them. I've brought him back to Purgatory Bluff, and he is in need of rest and recuperation. He also does not remember who put him in confinement. Does he have any connections lingering on him? I'm going to scour him of those if they exist. But my first concern was uh, his physical and mental well-being. Of course and I will help. I just if... don't want to put my family in danger. Of course not. I'll do what I can to make sure that there's no link. And I'll be present with him as well if you'll allow it. Of course. Thank you. I'll be there when I can. So Theo's, you know, eating dinner and carrying on conversation and then sort of, uh, so something's come up and I need to go. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Rilla um, kind of looks over and goes, <laughs> like gives you a look. I think K Catherine and Rilla give you a look mm -hmm. um, and go, uh-huh. And Rilla, <laughs> like, or R Rilla has a, do you need help? Um, I think I should be okay. Yeah. Um, there's, um... Oh, you're muted. <laughs> I get the... it's, uh, Somebody's... Coven, coven mate does not get included in anything. Um, I, I was thinking more about their risk at this point, right? Because there might, if somebody grabbed him and they were obscuring him, there might be some fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, when where was I meeting the or um, like the mine? He's gonna come to you in the mine. Okay. Oh, he was gonna come oh, here. Come to the mine if you want. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think she'd go to the mine then. Cool. Um, uh, as a different place. Um. Actually, Rilla. Yes. You, you might um be useful that didn't come out right. <laughs> yeah I know. She, she gives you a look wow <laughs> why don't you please come along you um would probably be more help than i would oh okay and just kind of looks at Catherine at the <laughs> like so sorry Catherine. like Catherine looks over at your plate mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. stabs whatever like main portion is mm -hmm. left on it on a fork <laughs> holds it up to you and like passes it and just eat this on the way 
<laughs> I will answer any questions you have when I get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if something is needed, go, go, go. Okay. And uh, they head out and hike up skirts and get right. to town as quickly as they can. Um, uh, do you collect any other members of the, the coven along the way? <laughs> or at least inform people of what's going on? Or yeah. that something is going on? Because you don't I, even know what's I, going on. Um, I'm not... Yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily go to get Kiza directly, but I'm definitely passing through town to talk to Isabel. And Isabel probably, especially dinner time, is working the working the tavern. Yep. Actually, that's um, true. You probably need to let Petricor and Sheriff Isabel <laughs> know that, hey, shit is up again. Yeah, and I think this would be a Petricor conversation. Um, just feeling that one of the folks like we sent back home was grabbed and obscured when like we went to check in on them. There was resistance. So there may be trouble. We're heading to the mine to give them a hand. I'll be there when I can. Okay. Um, and maybe just like ease them out. I see her. Okay. Scoot, scoot, scoot. Uh, yeah, Gisela is having having a stare down with Dad, being like, "Are you actually okay?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, Rilla and uh, Theo, uh, make their way up to the mine, which again, active mine. So it's like, "Oh, hi everybody! Yep, uh-huh, yep, we're here." Scurry in, um, and yeah, Shane Dawson is overall. Um, looking confused right um is a little little out of it but you know talking with like but it's like no no you are back in purgatory bluff and you yes i've removed you from you know danger and stuff like that but is now is less concerned about the where am i got it sure purgatory bluff last time i was here wasn't bad but is very clearly like concerned about i cannot remember what happened um, so yeah, when Rilla and Theo show up, you know, stepping through the, the thing we've said, you know, the curtains to help block out sound and stuff like that, um, you know, or you know, greeted with Shane, like standing up, moving, uh, suddenly a little self-conscious that he's shirtless, uh, but you know, otherwise, you know, is sorry, I'm making these motions, you know, rubbing at his wrists a little bit. And stuff, and you can see that he's got some. the The ropes have clearly been there for a while. Um, there's mm-hmm. not quite. Well, actually, yeah, it's probably to the point of bruising. Um, but those appear to be the only like real marks on him. And Great. is pacing basically. Actually, and notably, is very confused when he sees. Actually, I'll double check with Craig Theo or Babasera arriving. I think this would be Baba Sarah. Okay. And Rilla being Rilla. <laughs> so, like, okay, woman I've never met before, and the school teacher? <laughs> this is very, very confused. Um, and Chris, unless there's a reason for Isabel to stay. Yeah. So, probably just minutes later, um, you know, uh, Isabel arrives. Um, do we stop in and check with Gisela on your way out? 
and let her know, or... Uh... Does Gisela have, like, a policy for that? Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a year now of, like, hey, how do we communicate? Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably wouldn't be too unusual for you to, like, stop in and just... Oh, that's true. Yeah, because it is the two of you. Just you can fight her for something. a walk? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not to get some air. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, you do you. Uh, and so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you done with dinner nearly so? Yeah, we want to go on a walk? Uh, why, oh. <laughs> sure. Of, we'll go up to the mines. Um, and so we, again, have... And fortunately, it's the maroon side where I'm pretty sure, like, considering how often you guys have used that mine for, you know, going in, um, and Arach uh, especially because I imagine this is Arachne and Petrichor who actually enter the mine. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the worst kept secret lair. Um... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so at that point, um, as probably imagined, Cloak is kind of giving the download of, okay, this is what's happened. And then that's when, you know, Isabel and uh, Gisela arrive. There's a, a quick <laughs> a, a quick repeat of it. Um, at this point, Shane is very, very confused because Legba, he recognizes, doesn't recognize Petrichor or... Um, no, actually would recognize... Uh, no, wouldn't recognize uh, Arachne. Because Arachne, he's never met unless mm -hmm. um, she's staying as Gisela. Basically, is the she put on the shadow name uh, persona for this, or does she just show up as Gisela? She's probably just going as herself. Because again, it's only like a one dot shadow name. It's not mm -hmm. not. It's not a persona change. she really puts on. It's mm -hmm. gotcha. Um, and I just or just a mindset when um mm -hmm. when weaving magic. I like that. Um, and I just realized actually Shane has met the school teacher and yeah, because it was the two of you who rescued uh, mm -hmm. or found him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Oh, oh, OK. And, you know, after the, the next retelling and goes, um, yeah, but I, I really. OK, so. I arrived in New York. Thank you again. Um, and I was there for. um a day got home spoke with everybody we, we, we hung out at a party and then uh, so I was there two days and, and something happened and then you found me hmm That is worrisome. I could help you remember. I'm concerned that it might be traumatic to you. Kind of looks back at the chair and the ropes and says, I'm not sure I want to remember. Do you know how? However, go ahead. Sorry. Hmm? how long you were in that place? It's 
and, and kind of looks at, you know, leg beds. Been... It's been like a week, right? Mm-hmm. A week total since we sent them off, so mm-hmm. like three days. Mm-hmm. Like, but you could, you could remember for him. Yes. If the memories are still there, if they've been excised. I was going to ask for his permission. If he wanted me to see that, it would help us. However, it seems that um, Mademoiselle Bao has an has an approach that might suffice. Yeah. Um. I need to touch him right now. I had the reach for range, so I don't have to actually like reach out and grab him for this. So I'm just gonna going to um, just kind of sit down because I'm not taking the reach to remain aware of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I have the minus two duration, so I should have it for reaches for instant range and the scrub. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a day. A day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do a minus four. Okay, cool. So that's five dice. And a little overreach. Are you spending mana on that? Uh, yeah, I will. I have plenty. Okay, so chance die, nothing. Cool. Throwing yourself back to basically, I imagine when his memory five stops. Five days ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, scrubbing forward and you pick up like the tail end of like a party and welcome back. And based on his pants which is, and his boots, um, he's from a at least well off family or whoever was there to, to take care of him. He's got nice shiny boots, um, good boots, right? And nice, probably actually looks like I don't know if it's quite the right time frame, but nice like tux pants, right? Or at least our equivalent thereof. Um, And watching him at a party and he's having a good time the next morning, a little bit of hangover, but that's fine. Goes out and there's some conversation that he has with, um, you know, family about finding a job. And I know a guy uh, quite literally talking to um, like a law firm to work in and goes to go meet these people and on actually what would you see do 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 um what happens when somebody with incognito presence beginning to concentrate on her including active mage site yeah. Um, so uh, roll gnosis plus. I guess you're using time currently. Um, to contest it, it wouldn't be like. Oh um... uh, yeah, specifically because incognito presence calls out beings using supernatural abilities to concentrate on her, or in this case, because I imagine you're going to look at what is happening. Because from your perspective, you watch Shane picked up and thrown almost bodily yeah. into an alleyway um uh, so yeah gnosis uh gnosis plus time yeah um and then because you had 
Oh, that's interesting because post-cognition is the thing that you're using to, so that extra duration is going to assist if we bumped it up to a week. So that's a plus mm -hmm. one. Yeah. So it's nose is plus time plus one. Yes. I think it's plus two. Is it plus one for just a scene? I think it's because um, it's um, scene day, oh, week, month, yeah. year. Right? I skipped one. Yeah, and so it's plus year two. and definite as plus four. So I think mm -hmm. week is plus two. Mm -hmm. Three successes. Ooh, that's not bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So from your perspective, um, you do not see what is grabbing hold, but clearly somebody is ha or something is having an interaction because from your perspective, watching Shane suddenly grabbed and then pulled into an alleyway and just his body go kind of goes limp. And it's, it's a very odd because you're seeing something grabbing but can't quite lay your eyes on it and being dra and he's dragging heels dragging on the ground into this Man, kind of not invisible i just can't see it right mm -hmm. right okay. right it's you know your eyes keep sliding off you can tell somebody's there but you can't get your attention on them um and yeah is dragged back there's this especially incognito presence is it's probably it's been a not great session for for Gisela's uh hearing things right and it's this garbled speech and it's like somebody's definitely talking but I can't make out anything uh it's just more incognito presence right um and he's dragged through this alleyway and then thrown into the back of what looks like I guess they'd be back then you know a, a, the paddy wagon or some you know other kind of police-esque vehicle for detaining somebody who's you know under arrest um and that is carted off and so you're suddenly in the the interior of it there's more garbled speech um as he is laid out on the bottom of this paddy wagon and unloaded out away it you know maybe an hour of travel because you, you took the scrubbing and dragged down into a room that probably uh, well does match Legba's description of it, tied to a chair, and I don't know how much Gisela puts up with it, but you watch him kind of come to, and there is a man who basically starts to and no no longer hidden by incognito presence because that <laughs> that Jane couldn't see him, um, and starts to say, "So, how did you return back to New York City?" And Shane kind of looking up and trying to assess the room, realizes that he's tied to a chair and says, I was brought here by um, a, a black man, though he probably doesn't actually say black man, um, named, named Legba. And, and he I went from... Uh, from there to 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 New York City in in a in a step, like he 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 is admitting this very clearly and freely, but it's definitely a um, still not hundred percent sure that wasn't just a fever dream kind of thing. And there's a voice that says, "Interesting." And where were you 
before. Uh, Purgatory Bluff. Interesting. Tell me everything about Purgatory Bluff. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yep. It's fine. Because anybody who's wanting to do something bad in Purgatory Bluff can't get here. And yes, I do know this is totally a Mr. Graves situation, but I was like, but fuck, this is exactly what happened. To- <laughs> Why won't you guys go on my cool treasure hunt? I know. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Just, I, I will tell you out of character, please just go forward with the treasure hunt. Poor Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we can deal with this while we're on the treasure hunt. That's true. Yeah, you can do some research and stuff like that. So. Uh, but that is nine o'clock. Uh, so that is the the end. Uh, yeah, he he definitely is not going to be remembering most of this. Uh, <laughs> make this villain one of Mr. Graves' ancestors. Man, that That's does hilarious. seem kind of appropriate. <laughs> uh, he is up in New York too. Shit. Uh, but I don't I don't do callbacks. Um, that's a lie. I totally do callbacks, but um, yeah, this character probably not. So that kind of take us to the Shameless Pandering Planet, right? Uh, <laughs> Shoutouts to Moku. Um, and call forward. That's correct. This is a call forward. Um, anyways, sorry. I'm bambling. Bambling? Rambling and... Lord, I was born a brambling man. God, I love you all. Thank you for putting up my bullshit. Um, so, yes. Uh, thank you all out there for also putting up with my bullshit and uh, coming along with this wacky, magical shenanigans. Um... And as always, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash cultistanonymous or just daylucky.club. That'll take you right to it. If you want to uh, join us in Discord, I highly, highly suggest it. That's uh, www.eatinto.space. Come hang out. Enjoy the community. It is one of the best communities out there. It is the best mage community. I'm I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I'll fight. You all know who you are. Bring it on. I'll fight you. Uh, my community beats your community. Um, with, enough, with enough Patreon subscribers, we will have Drew and, and Ravnius fight live on stream. Ooh. We didn't say Ooh. how we would fight, but we'll do it. Uh, 1v1 me and CSGO. Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah roll our dual arcane. I rolled six <laughs> successes. Um all right. Um, but yes, um, I highly suggest if you're interested in mage at all, if you're interested in TTRPGs at all, if you're introduced in cute, absolutely gorgeous dogs and puppies and snakes, um, come by Discord. Uh, we love to know about your pets. I'll be honest, if you want to come in, you don't want to talk about yourself. You don't want to talk about your TTRPG, but you want to gush about your fur babies. We're here for you. We promise. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A deal. Yeah. Um uh, Please come by. Um, and uh, oh, yes, again, a, a quick little shout out. Check out um, uh, the Story Told podcast on Twitch. Um, and I think they're going to do stuff on YouTube, too. But I know for Twitch, for sure, uh, they're doing the Body Electric, the Promethean actual play, the Promethean the Created actual play. Super exciting. February 4th is their session zero and character creation. So if you're even remotely interested in uh, that uh, splat, do check it out. It's really, really good. Um, 
excuse me, the Splatters. I don't know if the show is any good. We haven't started it yet, so I can't say that. But uh, I watched their little like hangout and stuff like that. It was it was very cool. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever run Promethean, but if you want a very like positive vibe world of darkness, I mean, the stuff can get rough, but the whole goal is like by progressing forward you become more human that's kind of the goal as opposed to mage where you become less human vampires become less human werewolves become less human they move away the whole uh, guiding point of promethean is to become human and if hey you did it become a become a real boy girl or your happy ending yeah um with a soul and everything and make a bunch of mages go that's illegal because uh I have read through that book cover to cover and I enjoy it, but I have no goddamn idea how you do a chronicle of it, of, full of Prometheans, right? Yep. I'm so uh, disparate, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what kind of characters they'll have. And it's going to be very, very check good. It out. Yep. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Um, Twitch guys, that's basically what we're live. Um, but YouTube guys, hey, there's VODs and yes, it will be on YouTube. So cool. Um, yeah, so check them out. Um, Bum, 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 we can bum. shout them out with a link on Discord if we have those links for video and stuff. Yep. Uh, I think that's all I had. I felt like there was something else, but I guess that's it. So we'll catch you all next time. All right. See you all later.